right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. Casey, I'm going to have to apologize yeah. for my technical difficulties. Oh. By technical meaning, I forgot something. It's like the opposite. <laughs> the non-technical difficulty. Yeah, it's the, uh, I can't even, can't even think of what the opposite technical is, but there you go. It's that. Yep. Yeah, no problem. I mean, here we are uh, again recording on a Monday, kind of our our usual thing now, which is kind of starting starting to feel a little comfortable. It's becoming a stick. Yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, how you doing? How you doing? You got everything. You got your gear. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Gear gear is intact. It's it's here. Um, we're talking. I'm talking on microphone. So yeah. good. Staying warm because uh, we could do our weather talk. It's freaking Ooh. cold outside. It is very cold. Yeah. Single digits. I got four degrees. I'm seeing on my computer right now. So uh, the computer's not four degrees. That'd be cold, but it <laughs> says it's four degrees outside. Uh, so weather talk. It's cold. Yeah. Uh, we did go sledding again nice. on Saturday before it got really cold, and I think it was Saturday night where it did get cold, and then all of this like snow at the top froze. So everything just looks like a sheet of ice outside. Nice. There we go. Weather talk. Thanks Weather for tuning talk. in. We'll see you Thank next you. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the case. Yeah. But um, we got a big week. We have a big week to recap here. Yeah, um, it, uh, for sure. Let's start with the Badgers, Marlo. Big yeah. week. And I, I the best week for Wisconsin basketball since? Um, I don't know. You have this. this I went this back. Ste- you know, yeah, I, look, step you know I had to special. go back. I looked yeah. at the schedules. Yeah. Uh, I schedules. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> I went okay. back to the 18-19 season. What? Yeah. Uh, and in 19, we beat number two Michigan, then at Illinois, and then over Northwestern. That was the last like run that I think would con- would compare. So it goes back to that. Obviously, we had the run in uh, what was it two years ago? But we didn't beat any ranked teams, right? We had that run going in yeah. until everything shut down in 2020. Yeah, um, but we didn't we didn't beat any ranked teams then, so I, I didn't count that. Uh, really, have to, that Indiana game wasn't ranked. Uh, I'm just, not not well, I mean not a top five team or a top ten team or gotcha, whatever. Pretty well. Gotcha, so I gotcha. tried to look for a, a span when we had a top five, top ten win, <laughs> then the run. So that run was obviously more sustained. But as far as a week goes, that was the best I could see. And then going back uh, from that, you know, you're you're getting a little bit far back in in history as as it were. So. Uh, what, a, what a week. What a week. Uh, upset over Purdue. Uh, I wrote down dominating over <laughs> Iowa. Yep. Um, Purdue was ranked third, so yeah. Uh, Michigan was ranked second back back in 19. Um, and then hanging on against Marilyn Marlowe. Uh, yeah. We say, what did we say here last week? And we yep. said, hanging, like we just wanted respectable against Purdue. Yep. So, I mean, I guess betters made us look a little, a little awkward there, and then we just really wanted to split out of the other two, or I guess maybe that was a worst case, but it was win the other two. Uh, and after dominating Iowa, I mean, uh, feeling great, feeling like that was a letdown spot. They didn't let down uh, at Maryland. It's tough to go on the road and win in the Big Ten, and we'll d- talk about each of these games individually. But just kind of looking at it from what our expectations were, you know, hoping for a two and one. Uh, realistically, you know. I guess you're hoping for a two and one, but realistically, maybe going one and two, and they went three and zero. Yeah, that was yeah, that was fantastic. I remember thinking last week you could probably roll back the tape, uh, even though we're not on tape, roll back the download, and 
here say that yeah, you have to to compete in the Big Ten, right? With two getting two of these three would be difficult, but those are the things you have to do. When they came out and beat Purdue, uh, rather, may I say, handily. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it. Actually, it was a great show. Is That's what it was. It was a great show. Um, but like you were saying, it was a perfect spot for a letdown um, in that Iowa game, and they came out and played well. And then Maryland, a little different story, first half. But uh, either way, you know, it was a road win in the Big Ten. I'm not going to apologize to anyone for that. So being 3-0 this week, feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great. Yeah, for sure. Rising up. Uh, see, the nice thing about doing this on Monday, I guess, is we can actually say, you know, the polls are released. We're 13th uh, ranked yeah. in the country, which... A big jump. Big jump from 23rd up to 13th. Uh, I guess deservedly so, sitting at 12-2 and two, uh, on the record. It feels about right. Uh, I guess my uh, nervous side would say feels a bit high. Yeah, but for sure. I, I would be... If you look at kind of where we stand around the other teams that are ranked around us or below us, uh, I, I think I'd sit here and complain if we were behind them. So I think yeah. it fits, but maybe not where, not where we'll end the season. But uh, let's dive into the game, starting with the upset at Purdue. Uh, and I mean, nowhere else to start in this game other than Johnny Davis. Mr. Johnny Davis. Put some respect on his name. Um, yeah, Johnny, because... I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm swayed by the... I forgot who's doing the broadcast on this 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 game, but I don't know if I was swayed by them or just the, the kind of look he had, but it definitely seemed like he was out, he was out to prove something mm-hmm. um, against Purdue. Not in like, I'm going to do this myself type of way, but when he got his opportunities, um, when he got his opportunities, he wanted to make sure that he, he, was, he was doing his thing out there, and he, and he definitely was. So... That was, um, yeah. What a sh- I mean, what a show by him. What was the? I, I'm sure you have the stats here. Yeah. Can you rattle them off? Yeah, here we go. Uh, he had 37 points, 13. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 14 total rebounds, three assists. He shot 13 for 24 from the field, two for five yeah. from three, nine for 12 from the line in 38 minutes. I mean, and just uh, it, in the game because uh, it was real back and forth as it came down the stretch. Uh, Wisconsin got down a little bit, got up a little bit, back and forth. And whenever we needed a shot, whenever uh, the moment was called for, he stepped up, made a shot, a big, uh, big three towards the end, a couple uh, pull-up jumpers as well. I mean, it, it was every time he took a shot down the stretch, I thought it was going in, uh, and that was just the confidence I had in him and that he had in himself and the way he played that game. It was kind of surreal to see that happen. At Purdue, yeah, yeah, which has it's typically has been a house of horrors. No matter what our team is uh, going into Purdue or what Purdue's team is, for that matter, uh, has been a house of horrors. So yeah, going in there, getting away with the win, and what, what I thought, I thought, especially going in, that it was going to be a really tough matchup because of their their typical seven foot mm-hmm. dude in the middle, and it caused some. Um, you know, there was some matchup problems. We just ended up fouling him with all of our players. <laughs> just use all yeah. the fouls in the big men. Uh, but that strategy, you know, strategy ended up working out in the long run. Yeah. Uh, I guess one last thing uh, on Johnny Davis was the, this was kind of the catapult to 
national prominence, right? Now he's in. Yeah. He was, I think, National Player of the Week. Uh, I, I, he's in the uh, top 25 for the Wooden Award or Player of the Year Award. So this this kind of performance is now. He's on that he's stage on now, which is really exciting uh, and something we get to enjoy watching game in and game out. Uh, as far as defending Edie, I mean, I, this is a tweet I think uh, Evan Flood had, but it, it's hard. In, it was hard. In, it's hard enough to defend uh, Edie, uh, let alone when he gets four or five seconds in the lane and can just throw elbows into your face and they don't call anything. Um, they didn't call anything. It felt like on Edie watching that game, uh, but they did certainly, as you mentioned, on our forwards, uh, Crow, Wall, and Vote all fall out of the foul out of the game. And I think that was, I think the most, aside from Johnny Davis, the most impressive thing in this game was how they managed to hang in there without with all of the foul trouble. Crowell and Wall were in foul trouble in the first half. I can't remember if vote was, but obviously, as I mentioned, all three of them fouled out. And to be able to stay in this game, obviously, it was Johnny Davis's scoring, but also was on the defensive end while all that was going on. And I'm Screaming at well, screaming in my head. I was putting. It was my turn to put the kids down. <laughs> so <laughs> they're laying down, and I'm watching on my phone as I'm like trying not, you know, trying to maintain some sort of composure so they will go to sleep. Uh, that was how I watched it. But uh, but to watch them manage this game with that fall trouble was absolutely extraordinary. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think was it was it Wall that had four fouls. Playing like he had two for a long time there. Um, yep. Yeah, well, played a long time with uh, four fouls. Played, four, yeah, four fouls a long time. So, and that's good experience too, right? Being able to play with 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 fouls and being out, staying out on the court, um, and really getting that experience of learning how to play with with fouls. So, good on them. Good on our forwards. Yeah, good on them. Uh, well, I mean, don't foul as yeah, much next well. time please <laughs> put us in this situation there the ability of you know Gilmore played 19 minutes Gilmore should be playing 19 minutes in a basketball game against Purdue uh, but uh, yeah just to go into Mackey with that foul trouble shooting 25% from three they went six of 24 uh, to come out with the victory is just absolutely amazing and a great uh, great team win and I mentioned it was at Mackey a couple times now that was the last uh, Big Ten location that Brad Davison needed to win at. Oh. He's now he's now won at every uh, Big Ten venue. So uh, what? I guess congratulations to him. And I forget they said during the broadcast the last one to do it. It was uh, it was like a trivia thing, uh, but it had yeah. been some time, and it doesn't happen very often. Uh, That's all, all you gotta do is stick around for eight years. There you go. And you could win at every arena. There you go. Davison <laughs> did it. I mean, just did it. An unbelievable upset. I I can't. Get, I went back and I watched it. Like so, the game ended. Got the kids to bed. Went back yeah. and I, I rewatched it again. What? <laughs> just like the whole game. The whole the game. Second, the second half. The second. Second half. half. I watched okay. the whole second half again, and I was just like, I mean, I I don't know how we did it. I just I still can't believe it. Just the foul trouble. Johnny Davis being amazing. Like I, Davison with that big three. I mean, so many things. And again, it was. There were so many moments where, it, like, a shot rimmed out, and I was like, "Oh, you know, not our day. You know, it's just, it's just not going to happen." But we came back, kept punching back. It was 
absolutely unbelievable. I still can't believe it, uh, even as we're talking about it now, and I watched it one and a half times. <laughs> Do you think non... So if you... We'll take out half of our Badger bias, just half of it, not the whole thing. But do you think it has to be like? I, I think it's one of the top like bas- like uh, college basketball games to date for this season. Well, it was well, it was pretty entertaining. Well, it was so t- it was it was very interesting. It was very back and forth. Uh, yeah. Both teams felt like they were playing well. Um, this week there were a lot of upsets though. Kentucky lost. Yeah, Kansas or what? Not Kentucky. Kansas lost. Duke lost. Duke and Duke lost. That was the other one. So there were yeah. there were a lot of big upsets this week that and those happened more recently. So I feel like it kind of overshadowed yeah. uh what what Wisconsin did. Um but I to be fair, didn't watch any of those games. So absolutely <laughs> this was the most entertaining one. Uh I'd have to go look at just Johnny Davis being Johnny Davis in this game and the back and forth that it was would have to be, I think, up there in one of the most entertaining games. And it's not your normal, like, Purdue-Wisconsin game. Like, it was yeah. – I mean, it was 74-69. That's a pretty high-scoring game for these two teams, right, who kind of pride themselves on defense and execution and big men. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was very up and down and, well, and then Zach Eady just kind of sat in the lane. So annoying. Throwing elbows. Got called at least twice for those elbows, but God, it felt like every time. Um, All right, so that was a big win at Purdue. Come back home uh, to face Iowa. An Iowa team that I was, to be fair, Marla, I was pretty nervous for this game. We talked about the letdown possibility. Uh, Iowa has kind of had Wisconsin's number. Uh, I think winning, it was like three last four, four last five, something like that. Um, But Wisconsin... Put their foot down, established that home court or protected that home court advantage, and separated what halfway through the first half, and it was never really a game since. Yeah, uh, since that, that point, I should say. Right. Yeah. As soon as uh, once Wisconsin kind of found their their rhythm on the offense, the defense was playing well throughout. Um, and so once we kind of once they found their rhythm on on offense, that was that was kind of game playing at home. Um. Uh, yeah, playing at home with the crowd uh, seemed to really kind of give them that juice to go ahead and, and you know take this take this game. So it, with Iowa, I think oh you got this here. We're about to talk about it, but <laughs> there's definitely I guess at this point with Davis and other team, there's not many teams that we don't have bad blood with. Yeah, because he's not he's not a favorite of anybody. Uh, but I, I really think I, th- I think Iowa just with their you know the way Mackey. Is it Mackie? Is that the coach? Mackie? No. Who's the coach? McCaffrey. That's what I'm saying. McCaffrey. Yeah. It was just the way McCaffrey, his demeanor is, and now that he has like, two of his sons on the yeah. team, um, it just seems to mix well. Like that's the oil to our Davidson water. Um, that just that don't mix well. And there always seems to be uh fireworks on this one when it comes to like attitude and, and chippiness and complainingness uh from there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well the complainingness from Iowa is at a surreal level in this game. You mentioned uh, the McCaffrey family that's on the team. Also, yeah. they have uh, Jordan Bohannon, who yeah. has taken shots at Wisconsin on uh, the Twitter, uh, somewhat uncalled for. Uh, and I get before I get into that, just want to mention, you mentioned the defense. Uh, they held Iowa to a 2020-2021 uh, Wisconsin scoring drought of about six minutes. Uh, in the first half that allowed them to establish the lead there. So that was a great job by uh, the defense there. On to the bitching. 
it, <laughs> it was absolutely surreal to so the the it all kind of ended up focusing on a foul that occurred at the end of the half in which Brad Davison was shooting a three. He kicked out his leg, and an Iowa player ran into his leg and then to his body. They called a foul on McCaffrey. Uh, Davison made three free throws to extend the lead. Okay. Yep. Iowa is acting was acting as if that changed the entire flow of the game, that changed the momentum, that changed anything. It changed nothing. It was absolutely unbelievable. It was a foul at the end of the first half. They had the full second half, and they were talking about momentum. What momentum? The yep. half is ending. That it, it, Momentum doesn't carry over. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was absolutely absurd. And they had Fran McCaffrey, like, hounded the officials, uh, Mike Krzyzewski style, at halftime. Uh, <laughs> they had... Um, I think the older brother tweeted something out. The younger brother who committed the foul uh, said there was no fucking way. Sorry, kids. Uh, yeah, he fouled him. And if you watch the replay, yeah, he kicks out his leg. But that's not the only contact. He bumps into him. He runs into him. What are we talking about? And the fact that that is such a focus after a game in which they were thoroughly dominated. Just... Yeah. It... I mean, it, it's baffling. Yeah, uh, it, on the first hand, go ahead. And he also, I mean, it's also it was also said in multiple, uh, multiple medias, right? Uh, yeah. uh, Twitter to to different outlets. So it's definitely something that's like in their head. They talk about. They've had discussion, and they just feel wronged, absolutely wronged, uh, about this one call in the game. In the you know, to the point the in the first half, to the point where I think I saw one interviewer is like, "Well, we know." I forget the quote, but he's basically saying, we know who we're talking about. We know who who is and what kind of calls they get. As if, like, Davison gets all the calls, like, has the reps in their back pocket and gets all the calls. Yeah, no, I saw He said, like, we know who he is. The Big Ten has, like, targeted him. Like, they've said... Like we're gonna keep an eye on Davison. Like they, his point was count. Like that point is counter to his argument. Yes. His point was like, hey, he's a cheap player. Look, the league takes a closer look at all the shit he does. Right. Yeah. So it was a that makes the call even more correct because they're less likely to call bullshit with Davison involved. We've seen that time and again as Badger fans. Right. He like the block charge call. He gets some, but man, he does not get some that. Uh, he, he shouldn't get the hook and hold is pretty much named after him. The refs zone in on him, so he's yeah. not going to get away with bullshit. It's baffling. It was absolutely baffling. Sorry, go ahead. I, 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 no, that's it. Yeah, no, you're good. Rant. You're good. You're good. No, that's exactly what I was. That's exactly you. Had, you you summed it up way better than I did. You summed it up way better. No one complains about the refs unless it's Casey. So get off. Get yeah, off his yeah, turf. Come on. Yeah, it's it's my corner. Uh, but it's it's. It seems pervasive on this Iowa team. Maybe it's just the McCaffrey's, but like this is the attitude it seems like this team has. And I, I, I just feel I, I went on a little bit wrong. Fred McCaffrey's been there what eleven years, something like that. 10, 11 something years? like that. Yeah. Did you know he's never reached a Sweet Sixteen? Can you believe that? Sounds that? right. Never. Not a Sweet never. Sixteen. Never reached no, a Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, he's had some squads too. He's he, he was a two seed last year. <laughs> but Garza, I mean, to never. Re- oh yeah, Garza, that guy. Was that last year or two years ago? 
That was last I year, right? I think it was last year. Time is a flat circle. I don't think that applies to this, but time's weird. Um, yeah. <clears throat> flats, it's a flat circle when things repeat. And that's not repeat. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's crazy. He, it was a list. There's a list of like four Big Ten coaches that um, have been at a place 10 years and not reached the Sweet 16. A Wisconsin coach from like some time ago was on that list but whatever that was pre Bo ryan so <laughs> it doesn't count, it doesn't count. <laughs> it's not count. it's not in my memory so it doesn't count mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it, it's crazy and i think their focus I, I guess i'm trying to tie that back into their focus on the officiating their focus on this one call in the first half um embodies the attitude of the team and there i think that permeates the team and is a reason why they might not have reached a Sweet 16 in 11 yeah. years under Fran McCaffrey. By the way, do you remember the coach before Fran McCaffrey? Because I, I do not. I only okay. It was somebody again. I forgot who it was, but then it was Steve Alford before that. <laughs> somebody who was there for three years. I can't even remember the name. I looked it up. Uh, he sucked, but then it was Steve Alford. I totally forgot Steve Alford was there. Anyway, that's Iowa. Uh, we dominated. We were great. It was supposed to be the what's what's their forward's name. We didn't even talk about the basketball. Keegan Murray versus Johnny Johnny Davis. Yeah. And it was, I guess, yeah. they both scored 27, 26, respectively. Uh, that battle was there. But no one else, everyone else didn't, on Iowa didn't show up, including Jordan Bohannon, who I think had like zero points until garbage time. And he is one of the other kind of tough talkers. So I kind of laughed at that. He had ended up with 12 points all in like uh, garbage time against our backups. So there you go. Nice. Take that, Jordan Bohannon. You Take it. All right. That was Iowa game. On to Maryland, Marlowe. Uh, I will be honest. I missed the first half and caught halftime, and I said, nice. Up 30, what was it, 33-26 at half. Uh, and I went, nice. We're up yeah. on, on the road. Little did I know <laughs> that at one point we were up 21 points. It was 28-9, and we let them back in, we let them back in the game. We let him off the yeah. hook, as, as uh, someone says. Den- Dennis Green? Dennis Green says. Yeah, Dennis Green. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, 100%. I was watching this game, first half, just chilling. I was like, all right, it's going to be a nice little stress-free night. Just going to watch Johnny <laughs> Davis do his thing, rack up some points, you know, get some bench players time. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then, you know, I kind of they snuck it in, got to around 10 before halftime. I was like, okay, that's fine. We'll build it back up. And then Maryland comes out second half, just firing, and now I'm, now I'm stuck. Now I'm all in, all stress-balled on, on the couch. And the, the, <laughs> all stress-balled on the couch. And the worst thing is, like, yeah, and they cut it into it fairly quickly into that in the second half. <laughs> so it became like a two-point game. Fairly quickly. It wasn't yeah, like when almost, we did Indiana. Like it felt auto, almost immediately. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was a back and forth second half after being up twenty one, which is just kept making it frustrating mm-hmm. uh, watching that. And then you're just kind of hanging on, just kind of hanging on for like the huge letdown because it was kind of back and forth. I think the, after they finally took a lead somewhere midway through the tour, it was you know yeah. within a two or three point game the whole the entire time, um, and just. You know, waiting for that one bounce to go wrong, where they get, you know, we get a lead where we can't go back. But that that didn't happen. But I was just, I'm just notating. It became okay. This is going to be a nice stress for you to like a very stressful uh, 
late evening, <laughs> later evening yeah. on Monday yeah, or it, Sunday. And just yeah, because you're watching it in the back of your mind, you're like, we had this lead. Like, what happened? Like, why? How did how did we let this get to this kind of back and forth game? And that just adds kind of the a, a kind of annoying factor to it that you probably don't normally have right in a back and forth Big Ten game on the road. Uh, but yeah, uh, Maryland took the lead. Uh, what do I see here for the first time? Yeah, about halfway through, maybe a third of the way through the second half, as I'm looking at at it here. Uh, but to Wisconsin's credit, never let them really get away from them, right? We kept hanging in there. We kept getting baskets. We kept sticking with them, and it was back and forth. And then <clears throat> uh, Steve Crawl took one of the biggest, oh, no, yes shots of the yeah. season when he oh, lined yeah. up for a three-pointer. And he just takes a long time to kind of gather and shoot, and there was nobody by him. And I've seen him miss that so badly so many times, uh, but he didn't this time. A big three-pointer. Betters went up three. Uh, they went up. Uh, Johnny Davis scored in the next position to go up five. That was with about three minutes left, and uh, they didn't trail again, although they sure as heck made it interesting and, and ha- hung on. Uh, Davison missing a key free throw. Um, why is there a music video during my halftime of the national championship game, Marlon? What is happening? Oh, it's it's Katy Perry. Katy Perry's uh, music video release uh, premiere. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, you didn't see the you didn't see the advertisers for this. No, like every college game, <laughs> every college game. Ever. Unaware, I must have blocked it out. I was unaware <laughs> this was happening. It's, it's a new Katy Perry too. This is definitely a new Katy Perry. It doesn't even look like Katy Perry. It does not look like Katy Perry. That's why I I would. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, back to Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> distracted. But all of a sudden, I thought I had a football game on, and there's a music video. It's great. Uh, so. End of the game uh, scenario, Marlo. Uh, Badgers make most of their free throws until they don't, right? Davison comes to the line with a uh, one-point lead, shooting uh, shooting two, misses the first one. Mm-hmm. Badgers take a timeout and intentionally misses the second one. Marlo, what were your thoughts at that moment? Um, oh, I thought it was a good oh, I thought it was a good idea to miss intentionally. But as the ball was dribbling up and that ball was in the air, I thought, this is it. This is that heartbreaking moment. Yep. <laughs> Here it comes. Um, and luckily, it did not It did not come close. But as it as it left the, the uh, player's fingers, I was like, this is, this is definitely it. And it was very slow motion in real time. It was slow motion. It, it felt like it. And it felt like when he hit that three that, like, grazed the front of the ring and, like, crawled in somehow – yeah, I was like, oh, this is is really gonna happen like this, and they're gonna because that was a ridiculous shot. Uh, they're gonna find a way to get a half court shot to either win or tie this, and then we're gonna lose in overtime if it's a tie or, or a lose. I, I, it just felt like that because they hung around and Fats Russell, which all time name, all time name, uh, <laughs> kept just so easily getting to the rim, and it was it, it's like the prevent defense right in, in football. Yes. It's like. How about just like play normal defense and like try and stop them instead of just letting them get a rebound in a football, just letting them get first downs, like play normal defense. Like I understand you don't want to foul, but do something. Uh, he was getting layups and then uh, shoot the guy who took the, uh, how do you say his name? Ayala. There we go. Um, hmm. Ayala hit the three and then had the half court heave, which I, 
when the, they missed the shot, I mean, he missed it perfectly, right? Bounced up high off the back of the rim. They had to yeah. come gather the ball. There was no momentum. They got out, and it was well defended by uh, Hepburn. I forget who was the other defender over there. So they, like, bothered. I think it was Wall, but I could be wrong. Uh, they bothered mm-hmm. Ayala enough that he, he couldn't even get it close. Uh, so it was, in the end, well done. Uh, and I guess the right call, but God, it was very nerve wracking <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> oh, all Last right. thing on Maryland, we should shout out uh, yeah. Tyler Wall with a, if not a career high, a se- I think it was a career high, a season high, twenty one points. He was eight for twelve from the field in a game where, yeah, they got they got a big early in part because of Wall, but then in the second half where things kind of got difficult, he provided some really nice buckets and really. Turning into a very very nice third third and a half option on this offense. Because I don't yeah. you put you put you probably put him ahead of crawl at this point, right? Wall ahead of crawl. Yeah, probably. Probably. Is Wall's rounding into form? He just got to not disappear. Yeah. Sometimes. He has the most. His low post game is the slowest. I mean, his moves are so slow. His pump fakes, its it all seems so slow, but it works. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And ESPN's auto-playing things again. Unbelievable. Not even on that page. Oh, Jesus. All right. Shout out to Wall. Johnny Davis, again, contributing. Um, what did he end up with in this game? 19 points. So a good game by him, but I think Wall kind of saved it there. Saved it there for us. And obviously Davis and Kind of choking, but also closing it out with some other free throws. So, uh, all right, that caps the best week in recent memory for the Wisconsin Badgers basketball team. Next week, since we're recording on a Monday, only one game versus Ohio State on Thursday. Pretty big matchup. Hoping to exact some revenge from our only Big Ten loss of the season at Ohio State. Uh, yeah, we had those two games was, earlier in the year. Was not a good game. Um, so they need to come back. Yeah, it was not a good game when we played Ohio State at Ohio State, coming into the Cole Center. Did uh, to establish that that was a fluke game, and that you know, like I said, that was our only Big Ten, only Big Ten loss. So we want to keep. We don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to be swept by a team in the Big Ten. No, no, we do not. Um, Ohio State coming in with a loss at. Indiana, and then a win uh, over Northwestern. That actually ended up being a lot closer than I thought it was. It was ninety. It ended ninety-five, eighty-seven. I kind of tuned out uh, early in that game because I thought Ohio State was just going to blow them out. But it was a little closer, uh, at least final score-wise, than I thought it would be when I stopped watching. <laughs> so uh, that's how Ohio State's coming in. Wisconsin, like you said, you got to in the Big Ten. You got to start that home court. You got to get that revenge. So. That's what we're looking for on Thursday night against Ohio State. All right, that is it. All I had for Badgers. I did watch a hockey game, Marlo. Um, oh. Watched the Badgers lose to Ohio State after giving up the lead twice. Uh, a little disappointing. Pretty disappointing season, uh, as it were, for the men's hockey team. Women's hockey team still number one. Keep on getting those dubs uh, and stay number one. And that was the only other things I paid attention to for Badgers. I saw a tweet about wrestling, mm-hmm. and apparently we beat Northwestern. So, at Ooh. wrestling. There you go. Nice. How about right. that? There you go. And there's the Badger wrestling beat there for the go. week. That was the other stuff that I kind of saw happen. <laughs> Badger <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, uh, <laughs> last thing. Uh, Dana Retke uh, signed for an Italian team. So oh, she's going to play right. professionally in Italy. Apparently there's a volleyball league in Italy. That's probably pretty good because Dana Retke is pretty good. <laughs> so he's going to go play there. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. I also saw that, so I wanted to tell you about it. Sounds good. All right. All right. Ready to move on to football? I'm ready. I, I, I want to talk Bears first, Mark. I'm excited to talk Bears. Are uh, you? You lost the battle for second place. I know you're heartbroken. Mm. See? I can feel the heartbroken. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty heartbroken. All right. You want to talk anything about the game? I... I no, you were up I actually, early and then you lost. That's all. I yeah, I, again, it was one of those situations that we were in the area where the Packers game was on. The Bears was not on our TV. I did not go out of my way to to e- either legally or illegally stream that game. So illegally stream it. So I was kind of watching on the ticker, um, and yeah. So that's yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, we had a 300-yard passer. How about that? Way to go, Andy Dalton. Nice. It was Andy so, Dalton. I thought they yeah. would start a third guy to get or a fourth guy. Excuse me. Oh, so you get another win. Another uh, win yeah, for another possible possible another winning quarterback. Did even, no. Did they, did they even consider that? I don't know. You'd have to ask Ryan Pace or Matt Nagy, but ooh, that might be tough. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They <laughs> must not have considered it because they got fired. All right, let's start there. Um, Bears fire Nagy and Pace, but keep yep. uh, whoever their boss is, right? Back when it was the boss is the owners, right? Yeah. The the I guess, cat, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought yeah. there was another guy. I don't know. I don't no. understand you, the organizational structure. Uh, yeah. All right. So thoughts on firing Nagy and Pace? Well, I, you know Nagy's been pretty much fired since week two. Um, so knew that was coming. I, the bigger the bigger question was. Do you, you give Pace another another coach, right? Another try at this, and it appears not. And that's that's for me. That's fine. Um, going that route. I mean, Pace. He's he had his he had some wins, and he had a lot of L's, um, especially when it came to uh, when it came to drafting, <laughs> right? So you look at the draft record. Especially in the first rounders, and then giving up capital for the Mitch Kibiskis. Obviously, that's not that didn't turn out. Uh, jury's still out on if the um, Justin experiment is going to work uh, as well. Gave up draft capital for that. Obviously, then you go back to one of his other first moves with uh, Khalil Mack. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that was a, that was a great move. Again, gave up capital. That one probably panned out. Too bad we didn't have a better team around. Uh, to, you know, to have bigger impact, but. Again, that's some of the wins, some of the but a lot of uh, you know a lot more losses. And it was good at getting later round picks, which is you know to his credit, you know some of those some of the later round picks um, were to but giving up so much from the first round kind of hampered uh, you know going forward. So we just never were able to put under pace uh, consistency in place, which uh, that is you know I mean uh, that is something that we. That we have to go forward. I, I don't know enough about what GMs are out there or what potential GMs, and I'm not even going to pretend to know like what a good GM is. I just know what they produce, right? You just know after they've done it yeah. <laughs> that hey, that's a good GM um, to go there. So as far as that goes, that's great. I'm sure they're going to wait to get a GM before they get the coach. But as far as coach going, Nagy, right? It was just that time. It wasn't. It wasn't working. It just, you know, 
the proof was in the pudding. It just wasn't working either. Players were some the, the the locker rooms divided. Some wanted them, some didn't. That's when it's just a bad situation. Um, and it was one of the things you just got to walk away from. So, as far as like a next coach, all right, there's a lot of names out there. Um, who would I like to see is probably the next question. Yeah, who would you like to see as uh, next coach? Um. So the fact that no, the fact that was his face got fired in Miami is kind of ridiculous, and yeah, Voris, and that's probably that probably be a good pickup, right? A it's not a complete retread head coach. It's kind of a head coach that was able to win with crap roster. Um, I like to believe the Bears have a little bit better than a crap roster, not much, but a little better, okay. uh, and has something to work with. And that's you know that's something to go through. Otherwise, if we're going with one of those uh, corner Brian Brian Lefwich, I think yeah. would be uh, would be a good to take a look at as well. Yeah, that'd be an interesting one. See, yeah. the thing, Flores seems like a he would come in and he would coach a great Chicago defense, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the reason he fell out in Miami is that the Tua thing didn't work out. Sure. So now you're bringing in a guy who, I guess. I don't want to say pro- has proven, but let's just go off the record, right? Who has not been? Who has a quarterback that didn't develop underneath him? And now you're putting Fields under that. I mean, you would need to get. I, I mean, obviously, a good offensive coordinator. That's like a dumb thing to say, but you would need somebody, yeah. a strong offensive coordinator, who would kind of be like, okay, I got this offensive side. If you want, if you want Flores, uh, Byron Left, which I think would be interesting from. Uh, you know, for, obviously, for former quarterback, maybe could help Justin Fields come along because that's got to. I mean, that's job number one, I think, for any new coaching staff is get Justin Fields to be the guy Bears fans think he can be. Yeah, I thought you'd be more fired up about nagging pace and being like good riddance. You're a little less <laughs> good riddance than I thought you'd be. A little less good riddance. Hey, man, no, nah, but I've been, you know, like I said, I I, I think I've known at the very least Nagy was gone mid season. Most likely pace, and this is just—I would be more fired up if it didn't happen. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, so it was funny. It came. So I, I went on ESPN uh, this morning, and it was you know Zimmer uh, and whatever the GM Vikings fired this, and then in the bottom it said uh, Nagy fired. Like it was past tense, whereas the other one was current tense. And I was like, when? Like. It, we, we were joking it was weeks ago, but was he really fired weeks ago? And he just showed up. He just kept showing up. Um, I thought that was funny. By the way, uh, Matt Nagy, uh, 2018 NFL Coach of the Year. I don't he know was. If you remember that. Uh, I do. I do. I was very fond of that season. Coach of the Year awards as Vince Lombardi. You just fired that guy. So. Oh. Well, look at that. How about Wow. That? And I'm going through it. I mean, what a ridiculous award it is. Um, because like, I don't know. Uh, I think we've done this exercise going oh, through yeah, who's yeah. one coach, coach of the year. Bill once. Walsh won once. <laughs> uh, Jason Garrett won once. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, Vince Lombardi granted it probably came out like towards the end. He won in a team that went seven and five. What in the world is this? Uh, oh Lord. There was another one, uh, that only won once. Uh, Bill Cowher won once. I don't know. Uh, who was the other one? Oh, Sean Payton only won once. Nice. Matt Nagy also won once. Unbelievable. What a dumb award. What a dumb award. Um, okay. 
I thought that'd be a better point. It wasn't a very good point. All right. Uh, anything else on the Bears, Marlo? Looking ahead to next year, uh, no first-round pick. Nope. New coach. New coach, new GM. Um, yeah, it's a whole lot of new. Probably announce a new stadium. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. I mean, oh, there is these. Hoping, hopefully, Justin Field can get more snaps in the uh, in the off season, going into camp, coming, you know, in in camp, and hopefully, there's uh, some sort of maturation. But we got to find out fast. Who find uh, out fast? Who has your pick? Uh, the Giants. Oh, that's right. They have like three first round picks. So. Yeah. Oh, the Giants. We'll <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Packers, real quick. Uh, they lose yeah. to the Lions. <sighs> How'd that feel? You know, I kept telling myself, this doesn't matter, this doesn't matter, this doesn't matter. <laughs> but it was still, it was just annoying. Everything that happened in that game annoyed me. And, like, I kept trying to tell myself that it didn't matter. I, I suppose if it mattered and this happened, I would have been, like, furious. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Young just threw a really bad pick. Um, oh, thanks for ruining that one. Oh, boy. Oh, that was bad. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, if it mattered, I would have probably been furious, but I was just kind of annoyed watching it. Uh, it obviously, uh, it meant nothing to the Packers. They did play their starters. They played them a half, and they did go into the half down. Um, and I guess... You kind of look at that and go, okay, what well, you were down at half with the starters, but it didn't feel like it. It didn't feel, have the urgency. The Packers didn't. They were they went into half down, uh, seventeen to thirteen, and from an offensive side, you know, whatever. I mean, we we know what we are on the offensive end, but the concern for me was on the defensive end because it seemed like, I mean, it, how do I want to say this? The Lions seem like a one-trick pony. Like, they give the ball mm-hmm. to uh, St. Brown, Amon Ra St. Brown, and he does stuff. And the Packers throughout the game just seem like they refuse to cover him or stop him in any regard, which I guess if you're a good player, right, and you scheme well, like, that's going to happen. But, like, there were plays where he was just wide open and there was nobody by him. And it was like, what is the? what are we doing here? Like, what is, what is the defensive game plan? Because this is the only guy on their offense. <laughs> and they couldn't stop him. So that was a bit concerning. They did get the three and out or the stop to start the third quarter, and then the starters rested. So, again, you know, it didn't matter. The starters didn't play the whole game, but it was kind of annoying. I'm a little bit concerned about how the defense looked there with the one guy on Detroit. <clears throat> uh, last thing, I guess. Uh, Devontae Adams sets another record. Uh, I think he caught, he's had the receptions record last week. He set the yardage breaking Jordy Nelson's record uh, this week. Uh, so, congratulations to him. Just a great a great season by him, uh, and he's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun to watch. That's all I had. That's it. Mason, Cros- Mason Crosby missed a field goal at extra point. I don't remember what it was. That made me nervous, uh, just because he seemed like he got back on track. And then, you know, you hate to see that. Um, that's all I got. Is there more stuff? Should I talk more Packers? I don't know. No, I, you know, I'm Jordan Love, what'd you think? I'm not enamored. I'm not enamored no. with what Jordan Love's been doing. I also don't think it's necessarily fair to judge him based on this or, I mean, any of the time he's seen, right? Although mm-hmm. the more time he's seen, it's probably less. I need to stop using that excuse at some point. 
<laughs> and just yeah. maybe admit he's not good. And maybe he's not good. I don't know. But like, we're gonna judge it based on this. Doesn't seem they didn't do anything with that turnover. Call darn it. Uh, so we'll see how. It, I, I don't know. The I, at the end of the day, you're not letting Rodgers walk because you have Jordan Love. That's not right. Oh, for sure. That's not something that's happening. So we need to stop acting like that's a. On the table. Yeah. For sure. And they keep talking about other teams. Like, I've, I've heard multiple podcasts or multiple, like, Schefter's on every day talking about, like, well, if Aaron Rodgers goes here, it's like, what? This is We're still doing this? This is happening all the time? It's very annoying. It's very annoying. It hurts my feelings. That's what I ask about. Uh, all right. Other stuff in the NFL, Marlo. Uh, I, I guess biggest surprise, maybe biggest shock of the year. The Colts absolutely blow it, losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Colts needed the game to get in the playoffs. They lose uh, to Jacksonville, twenty-six to eleven, and blow it, and they don't make the playoffs. What in the hell? Um, yeah, that was that was pretty surprising. I'm I'm kind of upset because um, I was looking forward to watching more Hard Knocks with the Indianapolis Colts, and now it's going to be over. Is that a thing? There's the Hard Knocks with Indianapolis. I don't know. Yeah, I was in season. We've talked about it a couple of times, and every time you're like, oh, whatever, I don't watch that stuff. I um, forgot we ever talked about it. <laughs> and so, um, I don't know how you let that happen. I didn't watch the game, but I don't. I just remember seeing the score every time, and like, what, what the hell? What the hell is going on? Um, you can't. I mean, you, you obviously don't deserve to be in the playoffs. If that, if your playoff life depends on you beating the team with the number one pick. Yeah. The last game of the season, you still deserve it to be in playoffs. Yeah, so, that's so you know, bad on them, but like, don't go crying about it because you, all you had to do was beat the worst team. Yeah, and I mean, I think most Badger fans are de facto Colts fans because they want to see Jonathan Taylor do well, and yes. it just seemed like he didn't really get a chance. He only had 15 carries for 77 yards. That feels low. Uh, yeah. Carson Wentz was absolutely awful in the game. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's. Carson Wentz experience. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm disappointed for Jonathan Taylor. Um, I guess it doesn't really affect me, but god darn it. Yeah. I like watching Jonathan Taylor play football. So, I do. Um, so good. So good. All right. Other things. Uh, I guess I'll stick with the next game. I'll skip my ne- second point uh, and go to the Raiders, Chargers. Uh, crazy, not a tie game. Could have been a tie, wasn't a tie. Uh, Raiders go to the playoffs, Chargers don't. Question. Yeah. Were you rooting for the tie? I, for some reason, oh, I mean, 100%. Because, <laughs> 100% because Pittsburgh Steelers annoy me. Mm. The fact that they're still in, uh, the fact that they're actually in the playoffs is ridiculous because they're, they've been so frustrating to watch. Uh, and I guess I should, it doesn't make sense that I root for the Colts because of, Jonathan Taylor, but I don't root for the Steelers because of uh, T.J. Watt, but uh, they have a big Ben Roethlisberger problem in my book, and I'm annoyed with him, and I think he's not good, and he uh, should not be in the playoffs, but he is. So I was rooting for the tie because of that, uh, but I I found myself rooting for the Chargers in this game, and I don't really know why, mm-hmm. but as the game was happening, I, I maybe it's because Justin Herbert's really good, and I... Derek Carr kind of annoys me 
Okay, he annoys me a lot because he's always whining about calls and wants pass interference calls and gets so many freaking pass interference calls, including one of the most egregious uh, called in this game. This annoys me. I don't know. Um, so I wanted the Chargers to win uh, win the game. Is what I was surprised that I found myself rooting for. How about you? Were you rooting for a tie or Raiders or did you not care? Um, I was rooting for a tie. I was a thousand percent rooting for a tie because <laughs> I thought it'd be hilarious um, to have that happen. But um, alas, it's not. I was upset that they didn't. I don't know. I mean, I know why professional football players wouldn't just take a knee and, and do the tie and just get in. But I just think it would have been hilarious. Would have been all t- I mean, it's still all we're talking about, or a lot of people are talking about. But it would have been so great to have it all be talked about. Um, that's it. Like, and for Pittsburgh to get pushed out that way too. Like, if you're Pittsburgh, I just really want to see all the all the memes, all the videos of of people just yelling at their TV for taking knee as a tie. Like, it, yeah, I was just so much content that I just felt like I was going to miss out on because yeah. they just wouldn't play for the tie. That would have been great. Yeah. But, I mean, the Raiders, if they would have tied, they would have had to go to Kansas City instead of Cincinnati. So, like, they, that's a legit reason to try and win a football game. Yeah. Did not have to play Patrick Mahomes. So, mm-hmm. it made sense why they wanted to win as opposed to just go for a tie just to get in. Right? If, right. I think if it was the other way around... In like the Chargers were either because I think oh crap I can't remember now because I wrote down what the actual actual thing was because I think they were like if they would if they would have tied if they would have kneeled and tied I think they would have been going to Buffalo and then the Raiders would have been going to Kansas City so like for them if the choice was get in or what am I trying to say I don't think they could have improved with a win. So, like, they would have just tied. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Raiders improved their seed with a win, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I think. I could be wrong, but that's the way I remember it. All right. Uh, it would have been much more memorable if it did go to a tie. Because we're not going to, we're going to, you know, it was exciting because it was the last play and whatever, but, like, we'll forget it. But if it would have been a tie, that would, we would remember, I mean, come on. That would have been the craziest ending of the season. Uh, <laughs> all right. Other NFL stuff. Uh, TJ Watt ties the sack record. Uh, so congratulations to him, former Badger. Don't know if everybody knew that, but former Badger. Uh, I saw a video of when Strahan got the record, with which yeah. obviously involved yeah. Brett Favre. Yeah, I remember being slightly annoyed at the time, but watching mm. it again, even more, it's annoyed. nauseating. <laughs> <laughs> like he goes down, Favre goes down, Strahan gets the sack. And everybody's just hugging and tapping each other on the helmet. And, like, you know, what the hell? That's bull. It was bull. I, I mean, at the time, you know, obviously, um, huge in the tank for Favre. So I was like, whatever, you know, he can't do any, anything wrong. Uh, but in hindsight, it looks really bad. And when you have TJ Watt, who didn't have a quarterback fall down in front of him to tie the record, feels like he should have the record by himself. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. God, make a tackle. All right. Uh, other things, coaching carousel. We alluded to a couple of this: Vikings fire Zimmer and their GM, whose name I can't remember. Um, as a Bears fan, how do you feel about that decision? Um, I don't. It's 
I I think they got rid of the wrong person. <laughs> you got Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um. So good luck. Good luck with that. Whoever's next taking that over. Yeah. It. I agree. I definitely felt like he can't fire the player, so you fire the coach. I mean, yeah. Zimmer's been there a while. Uh, he's been about 500. I think slightly better than 500 against the Packers, um, which is you know pretty good against against the Packers uh, for division teams. So. But I don't think the Zimmer Cousins GM combination was getting any farther than they were. So I kind of want him to keep, stick around. Uh, but I think from a Viking standpoint, it was kind of a, you know, this is we see our ceiling here. We got to move on because it's not it's not Super Bowl. But yeah, definitely a fire the coach because he can't fire the player. Uh, and then we you mentioned earlier uh, Dolphins fire Flores, which was I think pretty surprising. Yeah. Uh, obviously went on a. Uh, a streak to end the season, a, a good kind of win loss. I think they started like one in seven and finished eight and one, something like that. That might be too many games. I can't remember. Uh, it was something crazy like that, uh, but they let him go. And I Ooh. think the inability to develop Tua, as I mentioned earlier, was part of the problem. Um, I think I, I think he should get another head coaching job in this. I, if not this round of hiring, then the next, because I don't think he did a bad job. I think uh, he did pretty well with a pretty mediocre roster on the Dolphins. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if he'll get one this round, because that'd be pretty quick, but maybe next. All right, any other NFL stuff out there, Marlo? Before, um, I guess we'll talk playoffs in a second, but anything that happened that you want to talk about? Um, no, I think that's it. I think you did a good job. All right, awesome. Uh, on to the playoffs, Marlo. I will... Reading this again today, after I wrote out yesterday, I've talked myself into this. I'm way more excited about the playoffs uh, than I was round one. Let's get. I want. Let's do. What's our most interesting game in the first round in NFC FC? So we got Tampa, Philly, LA Rams, Cardinals, and Dallas San Fran. Marlo, what one are you most interested in? I am most interested. Matchup would be. I, I guess L- L.A. Cardinals. Okay. Um, that seems to be one where I could see, I could really see either team winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I believe like for like Cardinals have this weird we're only winning on on the road thing going on. L.A. has um, Matt Stafford, okay. which yeah. we're still jury's still out. Is this just Matt Stafford? Yeah. By um, the way, so I wrote I wrote this backwards so the home teams mm-hmm. are first in. In these, so, but oh, the home teams are first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I still more interested in it. So, that, yeah, yeah. for the same reasons, Cardinals. We'll see the only win on the road. Is that going to continue? Is yep. Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford is, is what is going to be his third playoff game. Seems like he's Matt Stafford. Yeah, seems like he's Matt and Stafford. He, so he's been not good <laughs> down the yeah. stretch. So yeah, how is this going to turn out? I'm most sure that followed. I think the the follow up would be. Dallas San Fran with two Jekyll and Hyde teams. I am psyched for Dallas San Fran. It brings me back yeah. to my childhood. You know, the yeah. matchup uh, was kind of the matchup in what the early mid '90s or whenever we were growing up. Yeah, uh, it's I think an interesting matchup f- uh, from a, a I was going to say matchup from a matchup standpoint, which is a terrible thing to say. Um, San Fran runs the ball really well. We talked about that a lot. Uh, and plays good defense. Dallas seems like they're not clicking all cylinders on offense, yet they're the highest-scoring team in the league. It's very strange. It feels mm-hmm. like they just blow teams out or they really struggle. 
it will be really interesting to see how how that game goes because I can see it going any which way. Whereas, I mean, Tampa Philly it feels like Tampa is going to win that. Rams Cardinals will be interesting, but I'm I'm really interested to see how this Dallas San Fran game will go. That's one I'm most interested in. All right, let's flip to the AFC side: Kansas City Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, my God. Buffalo, New England, Cincy versus the Raiders. <laughs> uh, what one are you most interested in? Most interested, Buffalo and New England. Um, is New England, is this going to happen? Is New England going to do this? Is this, they really going to do it? Or is Buffalo going to step up and, and beat New England? Uh, you know, all types of storylines mm-hmm. going into this game. I'm going to fall for it. And stay with Buffalo, New England. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, of course Buffalo has to play New England in the playoffs, right? Play them a third time. I mean, really make sure if they're going to win something and be the team they think they can be, can they get New England off their back again, right? That's lined up for that. I'm really interested in Cincinnati. uh, I almost said Oakland. uh, Vegas, uh, because... I think this could be a, like a 45-42 game because <laughs> I think teams, both these teams can put up points. Uh, and I've become a bit of a Joe Burrow fan and would like oh. to see him uh, win and do, oh. do well. So You're a Joe Burrow fan. I'm excited, okay. I'm excited for that one. And I oh. am annoyed with Derek Carr. He annoys me and want to see him lose. He's, even though he shouted out your boy, he gave, a, he gave a humble brag that he talks to Aaron Rodgers on the red. I don't Did you not see the post-game interview? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know anything Aaron Rodgers does outside of the football. Fan <laughs> <laughs> is on the football field. Less concerned with the noise around it. Uh, I, I just find him annoying. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, I can't get over it. Right. I'll try and think about it when I watch the Cincinnati uh, Las Vegas game. I will try to key in on what annoys me about Derek Carr. Okay. Are you next ex- week for that? Are you excited for That'd be a Monday Night Football playoffs? I am excited for there to be another game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not excited. Like, uh, whatever, it's yeah. fine. Indifferent, it's fine. you're different. I mean, it, it's another like uh, individual game, right? That we get that we get to watch. Yeah. Um, have you heard all the complaining about the 18 game or the 18 week season? How it's too long? Have you heard all these people? Co- everybody's complaining about it. Oh, week week 18 was was electric. Who's complaining? The players. People. People are complaining. The people. The people are the complaining. media. The media oh. at large is complaining. Okay. They they well they need to give me their credentials then because yeah, well, I'll is, take it. Yeah, they're like this season. I've heard a lot of like the season was too long. Settle down. It was fine. You're gonna miss it when it's gone. Enjoy it now. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the two extra, uh, two extra playoff games that we get. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about. It. Although, uh, really, if Philadelphia and Pittsburgh got in so they can get their brains beat in, right? Are either <laughs> of those gonna be close? Probably not. There's Probably no way not. Kansas City Pittsburgh is gonna be close. No. I will. I, I don't know even uh, what can I threaten to do if that's close. <laughs> Dr- I'll drink a gallon of milk. Oh boy, the gallon of milk has been the gauntlet has been passed. I'm not gonna like cut off anything, <laughs> but there, there's no way, right? There's no way that Ben Roethlisberger is gonna hang Patrick Mahomes here. All right, uh, that's playoffs. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All like right. Like I said, 
I wrote these out yesterday, and I was like, God, I don't, whatever. You know, it's part of it's because the Packers don't play, so it's like yeah. I got to wait a week to find out who they play. Um, yeah. But then, as I kind of went through the day and thought about it and looked at it here, I'm now extremely excited for <laughs> Super Wild Card Weekend, Marlo. Super Wild. Card super weekend. Wild Card. Oh, weekend. we're getting to the field goal, Marlo. Yeah, okay. I know. I see. This is a super exciting game. There's gonna be a kicker. A kicker is gonna be a freaking MVP of this game. It's gonna be fantastic. It's actually exciting play. He <laughs> <laughs> just dropped that. All right. So that's <laughs> it for that's it. That's it for NFL. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Big mid on that. Big mid on that. That's it yeah. for the NFL. Yeah, that's it for the NFL. All right. We just got a block kick. Jesus Christ. All right. Let's get to it. Let's let's let's, let's wrap up this fabulous week with the most fabulous segment of this podcast, Casey's Corner Kick. Uh, just a quick one. Um, Liverpool was off on the weekend because of a COVID delay. They played, or I guess early in the week, they played Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury. in the FA Cup. They won 4-1. Four, won four to one. Uh, There you go. It was the FA it. Cup. Carabao <laughs> Cup. Um, Arsenal lost in the FA Cup to Nottingham Forest. That's hilarious. Uh, so, ha ha, Arsenal. There we go. That was it. That's a corner kick. That's so, it. That's the probably list. games this week. I don't know. Uh, I was very much into best ball, NFL. Soccer was kind of on the back burner. Oh, boy. Because there wasn't, uh, there wasn't uh, Premier League. I'm looking up uh, the 2012 championship game. No. What? What was the LSU, the final score of the LSU um uh, was that L- was that LSU Auburn? I mean Alabama. Yeah, wasn't it where it was like six to three? I think that was a game they played in the regular season when they were ranked both ranked high, and I remember being annoyed oh, by it, it because they're like, "Eh, SEC such great defense," but like if a Big Ten would have done that, they'd be like, "Oh, that set us back like thirty years." Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't find it now. Whatever. Okay. Good, All good right. stuff. Good stuff to end the pod right there. Yeah, that, that's well, fantastic. Well, not in the pod. I have a throw-in, Marlon. Yeah, throw-in. All right. I, I was going to ask. Do we have any throw-ins? I have throw-in. Uh, we watched okay. Free Willy. What? Yeah. Th- does it stand the test of time? The internet suggested to it, suggested it to us, uh, and we watched it. Kids not interested whatsoever. No? Not exciting enough for them. Uh, they were, pretty much any time the whale was on the screen, they were into it, but there was a whole lot of talking. <laughs> the kids were, were not interested at all. And I remember growing up, and this movie came out, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I'm like, huge. play the song. Play the Michael Jackson song, because that's the reason I went and saw the movie. That's the reason I knew the movie existed. And they don't play it at all <laughs> until the end. <laughs> I just wanted to play the stupid song. Play the whole song. I Damn. very distinctly remember having that experience as a kid. And then, uh, yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't play the song. Also, the there is I don't know who, who the character is, uh, but he the actor plays uh, the football coach in the Psych episode where they're on the football team, and mm. I thought that was really cool. Um, the movie kind of holds up, but it's not a great kids movie, at least for how young my kids are. Uh, and at the end of the movie, they're like, "If you want to save the whales, call this toll free number," which is hilarious. The internet didn't even exist. 
when the movie came out. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Um, that's funny. So that was that's how it that's how it held up. Um, big run. Let's just record us watching the end of this game. Okay, just finish off For randomly. Another hour of us just being like, nice run. <laughs> that was that was fantastic. Black, black kicked. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Yeah. How do you slow it down? All right. Look let's, at that uh, rough run. Wow, that run oh is running. I don't know. <laughs> Good job. We got a long time. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll sign up like this right now. It's in the middle, of the, towards the end of the third quarter. It's six to three. In six the national ch- six to nine, sorry, six to nine in the national championship game. Who do you got? Who you got? I think who you got? Alabama. Alabama's gonna pull it off. Is there gonna be a touchdown scored? God, I hope so. Right here, because I'm making sure <laughs> <a little> win. <laughs> right. No, I don't. I'm gonna. Mm. I'm gonna, well. I mean, odds have to be pretty high that like a touchdown will be scored, but I'm gonna say no, and it's gonna end up being like twelve to nine. It's be the, so annoying. The greatest defensive, greatest defensive championship game ever. All right. Well, except the LSU one. I swear to God, it was. I find, I'm going to find right. it after this. All right. You find it after. We'll report back next week. That's all I got. You guys can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarlonJR, Casey at Prof Badger Fan. That's going to be it for me. Casey, you got any last words? Well, as always, until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.